Hello, Peter. It's probably what you've been hearing all week. We are not going to talk too much about it because we got an incredibly exciting episode of Marvel Studios' What If? The World Lost Its Mightiest Heroes that just came out this past Wednesday. That we, uh, we got a lot to say about it, and we're interested to dive into it, but I mean, man, this has been one heck of a week. <laughs> it doesn't matter what the news was from Marvel, it's all about Spider-Man No Way Home. The trailer got leaked in one of the weirdest and funniest ways that just forced the hand of uh, Marvel and Sony to actually get this trailer. But we're going to talk a little bit about that before we go into the episode reviews. But uh, first and foremost, I want to thank you all for joining this section of the multiverse, Earth 894, a Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Each and every week we go through and talk about the latest MCU news. We do some reviews, any sort of commentary, and we just love to talk about it. And so I can't do the show by myself because in order to be an Avenger, to be on a team, it all starts with an idea. And the idea that we had was to make this a duo. Part of this dynamic duo is the man virtually sitting across me right now, so worthy that I have to put on Instagram stories just asking if he's worthy enough to wield Mjolnir to prove my point. It's Louie Tonarini. How's it going, man? I forgot I posted that. It was funny. Everybody said yes. Yeah, it literally was almost unanimous. There was one no, I think. Yeah, which is so wild. Um, Just so you know, a little over half of our voters would rather be a tree than a raccoon. I I agree. And we'll get to that. So, Louie, what's been up, man? It's been a while since we uh, talked. Just about a week exactly. Yeah, you know, we record on Thursdays because Marvel decided to do their whole Wednesday shtick. Thanks. Uh, Yeah, you know, Yeah, it's okay. I don't like sleeping. I got, uh, I asked my boss for my two weeks off for when the baby's born. He said yes. Nice. So I'm pretty happy about that. Other than that, just, uh, yeah, work, playing with the son, doing my thing. How about you? Good stuff, dude. Uh, I've been super busy just because of work and uh, my uh, fall semester of my uh, master's just started online again. So uh, that's eating up some time. But also, you know, even though it's kind of a little risky out there right now with COVID and everything, but there's still plenty of ways to at least keep it safe. Uh, in regards to the band, we're playing a pretty big show downtown Chicago at Bottom Lounge uh, tomorrow night. So that's kind of Friday, uh, August 27th, for those recording wondering. And then we got a show we're playing at uh, my alma mater, my undergrad, Indiana Tech, on the first Friday of um, September, which is actually technically the day Shang-Chi comes out. But we're going to see it the night before, so we're all good. And then we're playing a launch music festival in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, the following weekend. So three nonstop weeks, which is awesome after such a long time. So uh, yeah, if anyone's in the PA area or uh, even Indiana, Hit me up. Talk Marvel. I mean, uh, I'll give you some stickers, some cool stuff. What a shameless plug that was. Right? F Wolf Road Band on everything. Check us out. Yeah. yeah aside for, from that, it's been uh, pretty good. For my next couple weekends, I'll be uh, at home being a dad. So uh, if you're in the Chicagoland area and you want to uh, see me wearing a fanny pack, hit me up. I'm out of Ooh. stickers, but I will uh, give you a crisp high five. So, 
Damn, I think I might have to come back earlier. <laughs> you know, Louis, I know you're a fan of Crocs. I hope you're comfortable with me sharing that information, but um fan or super fan? Super fan. I have three I have three pairs. Hannah has two pairs. Henry has two pairs. Crocs <laughs> are the best. How would you feel if we can get custom made? Are they called charms? Or what what do they actually call the things that you put in like the like the the holes on your if Crocs? If I told you what they were called, I'd have to kill you, Devin. I can respect that. They're called gibbets. Are they literally called gibbets? Gibbets. J I B B I T Z gibbets. Who came up with that name? Beats me. Well, anyways, I was going to ask you, what if we got Earth 894 gibbets? I don't wear gibbets, but I'd put those on my Crocs. I tried to get a uh, a pop socket of my other podcast, Losers, mm. a friendship podcast. Self-plug. Actually, it's probably... Oh! <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm a, uh, I'm a cheapo, cheap man, so I didn't pay for it. I feel you, man. Well, cool stuff. Cool stuff. Well, we already talked a little about what's new, but uh, I gotta ask, has anything been MCU for you? Of course it has. What have I done? I've done so much. That's not true. Monday, I was late to work because I got Train. in my car. I even left early, which when you say that, when it happens right. When you say that, it makes you sound like a liar. Like, I was late, but I left early. Like, for real, though, I did. <laughs> and I got in my car, and I was like, oh, I'll just go over to work. And then I was, like, the third one in line. And the train where I'm at doesn't – it's, like, right next to the train yard. So it literally just sits there. Mm-hmm. It's not moving at all. Sometimes it moves a little bit and then stops again and then moves back and stops again. So as you guys know, if you've listened to the show, um, I – turned on Doctor Strange. I set it in my hey. steering wheel and I sat there and watched Doctor Strange for a while. Nice. He finally fought uh, Felix Felicis for a little bit. I think that was his name, right? Felix mm-hmm. Felicis. And then uh, he didn't get the cape of Mordor yet, but it's coming. It's coming. It's coming on. It's coming on. And Hannah knew that I was late because she went to go watch something on Disney Plus and saw that Doctor Strange was in our queue. She's like, what? Yeah. And then other than that, I looked up the Red Guardian Funko Pop on Facebook Marketplace. Mm -hmm. And I think I have my mileage set way too low because I usually get like one or two results and neither one of them are the red guardian but i found one that was red guardian and he wanted like 10 bucks for it and i was like i'll take it and then he was like i'm not taking any messages right now i was like why are you even on here bro why are you even on here so uh i'm kind of looking for a red guardian but also not looking very hard i haven't found one yet well i would say uh yeah you should just stop looking you dirty dog. I'm just being an asshole. I don't think you, I just think you should not waste your time. I'm going to find one. It's going to be at a GameStop one day. It's going to be in the most rural of uh, locations, too, where the, no one ever buys anything from there. They still have like Civil War pops on, which actually might be some money. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to um, go into a GameStop and you're going to be like, 
hi, we have one PlayStation 5 in stock. Would you like it? And I'd be like, do you have any Red Guardian Funko Pops? They're going to say no. And I'm going to be like, screw this place. And <laughs> throw that PlayStation 5 on the ground just to make everybody mad. And be like, I cannot believe someone turned down a PS5. Well, that's funny. Well, has anything else been MCU for you? Um, not really. Not off the top of my head. I, uh, I've been taking Henry to the park district to go mm-hmm. in the splash pad in the pool. They have a little, a little kid pool that you can rent. And since I am the world's fattest man at this point, I always <laughs> wear a shirt into the pool. I've been wearing my Spider-Man, um, under armor shirt. Oh, cool. So I look like the world's fattest Spider-Man. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Pretty dope. Oh man! Like, imagine if Spider Man was flying through the air and then he shot a web, and then as soon as he like put his body weight on it, the web snapped because he was seven hundred pounds, like I am, and then he fell flat on the earth. And then when he hit the concrete, instead of splatting, the concrete breaks because he's so fat that he falls into Middle Earth. But that doesn't stop him. He falls all the way through the earth, breaks the other end of the concrete. And then just falls into oblivion. That's what I look like when I'm wearing my Spider-Man Under Armour shirt. Well, um, if there's any animators out there who actually want to animate that for us, we'll uh, definitely uh, not say no to that and uh, give you some shout-outs. But um, no, yeah, for real, if you're an animator, I'd like. Uh, I really want to see Steve Rogers, Captain America versus. Alexi Schmier, Fran, Uh the Red Guardian. I want to see those two fighting each other. And if you can even throw a John Walker in there, I would love to just see so much Captain America-ness fighting each other. I think that would be freaking dope, as I've been uh, known to say in the podcast. But I am ranting. Devin Stone, if that is your real name. What has been MCU? Marvel Cinematic Universe for you. Well, I'm glad you asked because guess what, Louie? Guess chicken, what? Chicken butt. No. But yes, I finished season one of Daredevil last night. Nice. I did it. Rock and roll, dude. Guess what? What? Alyssa basically rewatched the ending of season one with me twice because she got so into it that when I fell asleep halfway through like the season, as we've been watching over a week, she stayed up till one in the morning, actually watching the show. She's gotten really into daredevil. It's a good show, man. So it's been like, wow, unsuspected. So yeah, we are, we are, we're, we're in. And I, I totally see why you say Vincent D'Onofrio is such a good Kingpin. He's phenomenal he's good he's phenomenal honestly he 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 would make me uncomfortable sometimes with the way he uh just gets like that like almost like childish uh rage that comes up when he just is so uncomfortable and he can almost like shiver because he's just upset so much that he then will just destroy someone in a car door like that stuff's it's unsettling that's how good of an actor he is it yeah. makes it like he's not even in there present with me. I'm not that scene, but like I I generally feel fear from watching him. So it was, it was yeah, he did a really good job. Like spoiler alert for a for a 10 year old show or whatever. But when he like has the Russian guy's head in the car door and he just keeps slamming yeah. the car door until his head comes off. I was like, ah! 
oh, this is. And awesome. Was it uh, was his like uh, secondhand man Wesley? Was that his name? Wesley, yeah. Wesley, yeah. Wesley is just sitting there, and then he just keeps getting like blood splatter. And then after a while, he's like, "Okay, I'm going to exit this car now." Yeah. As was... meanwhile, this guy's getting his head literally smashed in a door. Did you meet his dad in the first season? Yeah, because they're when trying to hit... uncover like his history. He like bangs his dad with a hammer. Like, yeah, he, he dude turns it into you know mashed potatoes. But uh, yeah, so I know that'd give you a good kick out of that. We finally finished the first season. Yes, the first season is the best season. Ah, don't tell me that. The, the third season's good. I'm not a huge fan of the second season. Be, I'm not a big Electra guy. But the second season, you get the Punisher. Oh, okay, cool. So yeah, there was that. And then a couple other things here. Um, Unless I'm wrong, it might be the third season you get the Punisher. Sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. So, uh, yeah, aside from that, I mean, <laughs> my love-hate relationship with Marvel Avengers on PlayStation, I tried to play again, and guess what? I just fall asleep. I think I'm officially done trying to play the game. I, I can't get into it. However, I uh, signed up for uh, the early release of that uh, Marvel Revolution new mobile app game that came out. That's like an open world kind of... If you ever played Destiny, it's similar to that on mobile. I'm actually really enjoying it. It's a free game. There's plenty of other things to do in it, but like you can customize all the different parts of like your heroes and stuff. So I have a uh, Spider-Man that I'm playing as I have the superior Spider-Man like torso and, um, and the, like the chest part of the suit. And then I have, uh, almost like these purple modern suit. They kind of look like prowlers, uh, boots. And then I have the, the spider rocker, uh, um like gauntlets on and then his mohawk with the spikes. spider punk yes yeah, spider punk thank you He's so it's kind of cool you can actually customize like different parts of the suits like that and they all have different like effects and stuff but yeah i'm trying to figure out more about the squad version of the game because you can definitely do like multiplayer so i'm um, working on getting an earth knight for actual um squad or team once i figure out this game a little bit more if that's something we can do to get more players so uh yeah if you guys are playing the game let us know we definitely love to uh, like team up and catch up, but yeah, I would recommend this game. It's actually really fun. I had never even heard of it. It, it literally just came out yesterday. I saw some uh, like info about it for a while, and I signed up for it uh, to like automatically download a while ago. But yeah, you should check it out. It's called Marvel Revolution. It's pretty cool. So aside I from that, forgot I... man, I did play that game. Yeah, you and I were texting about that. I put it in. The, the PlayStation and I thought I was going to have to re upload it because it, I thought I deleted like all my games, and stuff. but I didn't. So I was playing it and then I was like, I have no idea how to control the Hulk right now. I have no, I don't know if I can switch over to Kamala Khan. Mm-hmm. Jarvis just keeps yelling at me that I need to find something. I'm in the middle of a tundra. Like I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm going to just restart because I didn't make it very far. And at least if I restart, I can read the damn. Pretty cool. At least if I restart, I can like figure out what I'm doing. Yeah. Where are you at in the game? There's no way to restart. Really? Basically. You can reset the campaign. I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. You have to go to the very beginning when you go to choose your campaign. I think you'll like hold a button like square and it lets you reset it. Yeah. I couldn't figure it out. I was too stupid and, and dumb to do it. It's not even that. It's it's just a poorly designed game. And then I had kind of sucks. And then I saw that I had an update, and it was only a five hour update. 
It might that game requires updating. so many updates that that's mainly the reason why I don't play it because then every time I want to play it, I can't. So uh, I played for all of, I don't know, three minutes. And I was like, well, we'll try again in another few years because I don't play video games very often. Damn, dude. I'm sorry <laughs> to hear that. It's okay. Also, check this out. Some guy has got his suit like John Walker. Um, yes. Tell me, man, you should play this game. It's pretty cool. We'll talk more about this. Um, I'm going to ruin my whole battery. Thanks, Dev. No, it actually has a battery uh, mode, so it actually monitors everything, so you can actually play without draining your phone. Oh, my God. Well, I know you're dying to talk about it. I know you're dying to wait for me to take off my headphones. No, I'm not going to make you do that. I only want to spend like a minute on it. Did we... Did we already discuss the Eternals trailer last week? I think I remember taking my headphones off last week. Yeah, we Eternals talked about it last episode. So, Devin, that I'm trailer gonna, came out just when we recorded. I'm going to pass the mic over to you as if we're in the same room, which we are not. And I'm going to let you discuss Spider-Man No Way Home trailer in detail, if you'd like. I'm going to take my headphones off because I don't want to know. I already pretty much know. I don't. I'm not 100% sure if Charlie Cox is in it. It looked like I saw him, but mm-hmm. I don't know for sure. So I'm going to leave it to you in five, four, three, two. News or footage. Keyword Marvel News. Okay, so Louis taking his headphones off because he doesn't really want to get spoiled on this at all. So I'm just going to give a little bit of a quick synopsis so we can dive into what if here. But basically, if you've seen the trailer for No Way Home, like I have, Odds are you probably watched the leak first of, of a video of like a TikTok of someone watching it on their phone and then recording it from another person's phone. Uh, and then you finally got the really cool, fully rendered, actual legitimate trailer the following day, less than 24 hours. So I am overly excited. I already know for from a while now from different reports and everything about um, having these return of like the Raimi trilogy villain, uh, villains, like having Doc Ock and everything, Alfred Molina even having like Green Goblin and stuff. And now it's finally confirmed because if you watch the trailer, you've probably seen how there's clearly a pumpkin bomb. We already see at the very end with Hello, Peter. There's Alfred Molina showing up. And then there's even um, other instances where people have been speculating, which I'm kind of on board with, uh, is that when you see the electric lightning coming up a lot, we already know that Jamie Foxx has been confirmed in the movie. So he's going to be making the return as Electro. So when it comes to actually recreating this whole Sinister Six for the movie, it's definitely finally looking like it's going to do it. So aside from those three, those are the main three, but also who are the last remaining three out of the six, right? So there's one very, very blink and you'll miss it clip where people have uh, actually spotted what seems to be Lizard inside of um, this dark room or something. You can kind of see some type of like sheen or shine that makes it look scaly. So the only one we've actually seen Lizard with has been with um, Andrew Garfield's Amazing The Amazing Spider-Man 1. So that would bring him in, which also we have, um, so in total, uh, two villains that we're looking at being confirmed from uh, Garfield's era, and then we have the two from Raimi. So that brings us to Green Goblin, um, Dr. Octavius, then also Electro, and then uh, Lizard. So what about the remaining two then at that point, since we're at four? So 
some people have speculated that there's a, like sand you can see at different parts, especially like the electro, like kind of a hinted at scene. And so seeing all that sand, that could definitely be Sandman, which I'm not sure if they really bring Sandman in, especially how Spider-Man 3 was received. But I mean, I'm not going to say no, as long as it's done well. So if that's the fifth one, then it means the sixth could probably be, if I had to take a surreal instance at it, is uh, or an educated guess would probably be uh, we're going to get Scorpion from a number of reasons. One, because of that end uh, scene with um, Vulture being in jail and you see what's his face who actually has the Scorpion tattooed on his neck asking for the identity of Spider-Man at the end of uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. So that'd make the most sense there. And also because of the leak to Lego sets, there's part of it that actually has Scorpion as being like a villain included in the Lego set, which is tied to the No Way Home release. So odds are the safe guess is probably uh, Scorpion. But if I had to pick, I'd either want it to be Vulture or I would love to see Mysterio actually still be alive. Having uh, um, Quentin Beck actually being alive, he actually faked his death when they were in uh, Europe and everything. I think that'd be really cool, but I don't really know. Uh, I haven't given much thought if that would actually ruin or do anything negatively, retroactively towards um, Far From Home and stuff like that. But either way, no matter what, we're still going to get Sinister Six. The trailer looks phenomenal. I'm incredibly excited. There's so many other things we can do on theorizing. Is that really Doctor Strange for a number of reasons? Because of the way he's acting? Or is it not? Is there finally Mephisto confirmed because of the devil (laughs) poster we see of Spider-Man? And then even having uh, all these other ideas too where Charlie Cox, like Louie alluded to, could be in it because of the um, interrogation scene. Someone was, people are actually like trying to compare arm hair from Charlie Cox with this person in a white shirt who seems to have a little bit extra love panels on, if you know what I mean, uh, that makes it a little kind of not so possible that it's Charlie Cox, but I don't know. There's a lot of different things out there. This movie's going to be, bananas to say the least but i cannot wait i am so excited it's broken so many records it's now the most viewed trailer in a 24-hour uh period i think in history at this point but yeah it's it's gonna be incredible so if you're excited and you want to talk a little bit about us feel free to message us on uh instagram at earth 894 podcast we can definitely talk more about it so at this point i'm gonna ping louie telling him that it's time to come back and we can get going and start recording again. But yeah, that trailer was incredible, and it is awesome. I was doing Instagram stuff when you were talking. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> you were so. I think you were naming the Sinister Six because you went like this. You went putting my numbers up. You went like this, and I was like, "Oh, he's ready for me." And then you went like this, and I went, "Oh." oh. <laughs> but I wanted to ask, actually ask you, Louis, which I wonder. Tell me if you think this would be fun, since you already kind of know about some spoilers because of social media. Um, when you had your headphones off, I mean, this trailer has, I think, the number one record for yeah most views in a 24-hour period. It, it wiped the floor of Endgame. That's incredible. That just goes to show how much power Spider-Man really has. Spider-Man, yeah. It's Spider-Man. So uh, what I was going to ask you is, I was curious to see, without since you haven't seen the trailer, but you have a little bit of a understanding on it if you had to give a 30 second explanation of what is in the trailer what would you say 
30 seconds is a very long time. The trailer was not much more than 30 seconds. I think it's like over two minutes. It's actually um, pretty long for a teaser trailer. What would I say was going to be in it? Well, I have an Instagram. I'm very active. Not very active, but I try to be active on the Earth A94 Instagram stuff. So I've seen some things. So if you don't want to hear this, skip ahead a little bit. Um, I know we get Doc Ock, Alfred Molina. I assume that's how it ends. I feel like that's pretty much how it would end is like Alfred Molina being like, hello, Peter. Um, I read somewhere that the other two Spider-Men are not in the trailer. So that was something. I don't think that they're in it. Um, I don't know what kind of action would be going on. I like literally while you were talking, I was, I was, uh, posting a a picture on our, on our Instagram feed. Yeah, I just saw it. And I saw a picture of Spider-Man with, or of, of Peter Parker, Tom Holland. And then half of his face was Spider-Man. It said like number one enemy or something like that. So, Clearly, there's some stuff going on from uh, Far From Home is happening. And then I assume some some doctors, like he goes to the Sanctum or whatever, and Doctor Strange does some stuff, and he smacks him in the heart and gives him an out-of-body experience. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, I assume he does some weird portal stuff and brings out some old friends and some new friends. And for some reason, Peter goes to get law help and he runs into our good friend, Kanan Murdoch, uh, Matt Murdoch. And, uh, yeah. Uh, was that 30 seconds? I don't know exactly. Like, I don't know exactly what, what happened, which is good. I assume Zendaya's in it because she's a thing. Um, I feel like this move, like, I'm very excited for this movie, but I feel like it's going to be very cluttered. Mm-hmm. And anybody that thinks that Tom Holland isn't the best Spider-Man has this case that he can't do anything by himself. You know, in the first one, it was all about Tony Stark coming to save him. And in the second yeah, one... Yeah, like it's not actually just Spider-Man yeah. being a hero. And yeah. so in this one, it seems like they're trying to do a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And so if you think Tom Holland's not the best Spider-Man and this one, we, you're almost guaranteed the other two Spider-Men, mm-hmm. Garfield and, and McGuire. So that's a big chunk. And then there's, you know, huge rumors about Charlie Cox, Matt Murdock. I don't, I don't think he's in the trailer. Maybe like the Murdock and Nelson, Nelson and Murdock office maybe might be in it. But then you get him in it, and then it's just like, with every extra hero, you take a little bit away from Spider-Man. The whole thing about Spider-Man is that he fights the Sinister Six by himself. Mm-hmm. That is, six of his biggest foes, which also probably in the trailer shows the six foes. If I had to guess, I'll, I'll guess in a second. But fights the six by himself. Now it's the six of them versus the three Spider-Men. So each guy takes on two guys instead of one guy taking on six guys. Um, Doc Ock, Mysterio. Lizard. Electro. Who else have we seen? 
those were the two bad guys. I don't think Venom's going to be in it from Spider-Man 3. Sandman, probably, from Spider-Man 3. Mm-hmm. Green, Green Goblin. That's six from, from the very first Spider-Man. So mm-hmm. I feel like Devin's going to have to poop his pants because of Willem Dafoe. <laughs> uh, Green Goblin from, from, from Raimi Spider-Man 1. Doc Ock from Raimi Spider-Man 2. Sandman from Raimi Spider-Man 3. So it's three of the guys. Uh, Lizard from Amazing Spider-Man. And Miss, no, Electro. Mm-hmm. from Amazing Spider-Man 2 and then probably just Mysterio from from uh the Far From Home series which doesn't seem right. Get rid you know, of Li- I, uh... get rid of Lizard. I feel like they're not bringing back Lizard. Kurt Connors. Uh probably Vulture. And then he's like, in jail. Yeah, but Yeah, but there was a whole blip and everything i don't know yeah i don't know he doesn't he's seem like the jail. escape from jail kind of guy he's in jail it's, it's a comic book story i know of course he's gonna break out of jail is he, is he in the raft i did they, did they introduce the raft yeah yes, no, yeah they, they, yes, they, the, yeah that's where uh zemo is is it the raft yeah and that's in civil war and everything too yeah and well anyways all, and also uh trish from jessica jones spoilers Old show, not spoilers anymore. Sorry, guys. You know what, Louie? It's still spoiler. You know what? It's not. I, I'm not saying it was spoiled. I'm just for, you know, for the listeners at home who haven't watched Jessica Jones, who I can relate to. It's an but, old show. If you haven't seen it yet, you're not going to watch it. That's just how it is. <laughs> I know. Nice, man. Well, thank you for your synopsis. I was, uh, I was just a little curious, but... How do I honestly, do? Honestly, I... Uh, so, if we're... Just to kind of share our uh, my Sinister Six, and then we'll move on to what if here. So, I have everyone you said except replace Mysterio with Scorpion. No Mysterio. I would love to see Mysterio come back, but I, the more I think about it, I don't think it would do it justice because we already know how he operates. We know he's just those drones, which all those drones are gone at this point, right? So I don't think, and also it takes away the magic. Not even like a pun intended, like no pun intended. It just, we already know how the sauce is made, right? So we we know it's all fake and everything. So I don't think there'd be much that he can offer. Plus he really relied on like his team to help support him. So the more I think about it, I think he actually is dead. Unless something happens, there could be, you know, maybe he, maybe Mysterio from an actual multiverse actually has powers. Maybe that's, maybe that's the thing, but I think it's Scorpion's more realistic because, uh, if you remember the end of, um, because of the post credit scene from Spider-Man homecoming. Yes, exactly. That's where I was going with this. Thank you. <sighs> yeah. Cause it made the most sense. So why would they just waste them like that? I feel like they, they've wasted a lot in these, these series. If I'm being honest with you, you know, I, I'll give you that, but I really think the biggest challenge of it is because Disney and Marvel is basically just playing with Sony's toys, right, for Spider-Man because they don't actually fully own it. If they fully own Spider-Man, I think we would definitely be in a different position, but they're trying to, because they have to make Sony happy since they have the right to basically one of the 
best and biggest superheroes to ever uh, grace a silver screen. So it's 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 a fine line. But I think at what they're doing, if this if they pull everything off right, I think they can be in a really good position to uh, spin off more and do stuff. But yeah, so. Good stuff. Let's talk about this week's what if. The main shot, uh, topic of the show this week, because this third episode, I, I want to say it's my favorite out of the three we've seen so far. I would love to start uh, getting your thoughts on the show too, Louis. So how about we kick things off here? What if the world lost its mightiest heroes? Episode three of Marvel Studios What If. Time. Space. Reality. It's more than a linear path. It's a prism of endless possibility. Where a single choice can branch out into infinite realities. Creating alternate worlds from the ones you know. I am your guide through these vast new realities. Follow me and ponder the question. What if? I think to Charlord is the best episode still. Still think so? I do. So what was your overall takeaway uh, when you first watched this episode? What, like, what was your thought after watching it? I thought it was good. I mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not crazy about this show. That I can side with. I'm actually feeling like I'm not as interested in the show as I thought I'd be. Yeah, I thought it was going to be awesome. And On stuff, paper, it's a cool idea. I, I don't know. I'm not crazy about it. I liked how the Watcher was in the background of a lot of the, the scenes. Shots. Yeah, that was kind of cool and creepy. Um, I liked that they brought back Betty Ross. That was cool. Uh, I believe it was Lake Bell doing the voice for Betty Ross because they were not going to pay Liv Tyler to do it. Mm -hmm. Clearly. And then for the 10 people that have seen The Incredible Hulk from 2008, they had that scene where he's in the bridge in the school or whatever, and then the whole army comes and starts shooting at him, and then he like jumps out, which is from the movie, Mm. which which I I was... Yeah, I was like, oh... Look at these guys. So that was interesting to me. Um, we'll we'll get into the shock villain or whatever when we get there. Um, yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was okay. Taking you to different parts of the the mm-hmm. timeline, like what was happening when this was happening, when this was happening, like right. Well, you don't really think about it, but when Tony Stark was sitting in a donut, that was the same time that Thor couldn't lift his hammer, and that was the same time that that uh, yeah, Hulk was, week, was, right? was jumping out of his. Yeah, it was all. Yeah, they did the Monday Tuesday thing. Yeah, which I didn't even think about. So that was pretty interesting. I don't think that that lines up correctly. Mm-hmm. But was, I mean, this is a different multiverse. So was, was the donut? Was the donut? Iron? Yeah, 
Stone it was Iron, Iron Man, Man two. two. Yeah. Which comes out well after the Hulk, and then Thor comes out even after Iron Man two. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the Hulk would have been happening before that. But you know. Well, no, because isn't it the end of the Incredible Hulk? That's when you see the end credit scene and it's RDJ shows up talking about the Avengers initiative. So yeah. he had to be bought into it because he didn't really buy into it until after or like towards the end of Iron Man 2, right? Yeah. So I guess that does make sense. I guess. I don't know. But then again, I've never seen an Incredible Hulk, so I can't really talk much about that. Look at you. You call yourself a super fan. I call yourself a super fan. Yeah, I'd say you're a super fan. Okay. I was about to say some nasty words. <laughs> um I am group. They all uh they all died, man. Yeah. Every, every one of them died. So yeah, let's talk about that. So the whole contingency of this episode to show what like the big effect is uh that makes it so different is that literally Fury's plan of there was an idea to have the Avengers initiative, every single core Avenger gets killed. And it's kind of gruesome too, especially Incredible Hulk. That was, I was, I was not expecting him to, you know, burst like a balloon. But we see Iron Man get killed from uh, an injection, basically, that was supposed to help with that neurotoxin river, and it did the exact opposite and just killed him. And then Black Dang. Widow gets got, and then... Clint just dies. Uh, I forget. Well, Clint explained that one too. Clint kills Thor. Yeah, with the arrow. Yeah, try explaining that one to your to your kids. We'll get to <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, Clint kills <laughs> Thor, and then while he's sitting in jail, he dies. Do you remember how they killed him I, when he was in the cell? I forgot. I don't think they mentioned it. They went in. They're like, nobody's been in here. And then I think they might have showed it when uh, you find out who the big bad was of this episode. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I don't remember. Like they show, they show him going through and killing everybody. So they had to show how he killed Clint. But you yeah, know, who who remembers? I can't recall, but yeah, so there was that, but like, like I said, the most gruesome one was how he actually threw, because we find out that the killer is actually Hank Pym because he's getting revenge on Fury because Henry he, Pym, he holds him responsible uh, for um, his daughter Hope's death since she actually became a shield agent after her mom, uh, you know, mysteriously vanished and everything or they thought died because of a, uh, the past history and everything. So it was pretty gruesome. I'm not going to lie. So when he throws that actual like a uh, little disc that causes things to either shrink or to expand and get uh, larger, he basically just causes Hulk's heart. Cause that's what he throws that disc at to become overly massive and basically just keep growing and explode causing the Hulk to explode. It's pretty gross. So you said, uh, try explaining that to your kids. What do, what, where are you going with that one? Bro, come on. All the stuff that Thor has been through. 
<laughs> four, okay, I see this going now. Four held two pieces of a of a, a witch jig to blow a star into his entire body. If you remember, E Tree, my homie Peter Dinklage, was like, "It'll kill you." And then Thor said, "Only if I die." Yes, that's what killing you is. <laughs> so he's he does that, and then just 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 gets obliterated by this star. And then he comes out. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's he's dying, but then he doesn't die. The same person, granted, not as old, but the same person goes to pick up a hammer, gets shot with one arrow, dead immediately. How? Granted, yeah. Arrow to the heart, it's gonna kill you, whatever. But like, this is the god of thunder. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Come on. No way. Exploding arrow, whatever you want to call it. In no universe should Clint Barton ever kill Thor Odinson. Ever. I think I'm gonna make that the, the battle tomorrow. Clint's arrow versus Thor? Yeah, I think I'm going to do that. Oh, my God. I'm going to do that. I want to see what people think about that because you bring up a good point because I thought the same thing. Like, really? Like, just one, they're having one arrow kill him? But then again, like, I guess you can argue, argue that the fact of how precise Hawkeye is because he never misses whatever his intention is with uh, that aim. Oh, no. So, you know, up. yeah, he never slips up. So basically, I just, the accuracy is what's so deadly. Not so much. It could have been a stick. It could have been a toothpick. Whatever it is, he's just so accurate that that's what does the killing blow. So it makes sense. But I'm also kind of the same thing. Like, yeah, all we've seen Thor literally get utterly destroyed by his sister uh, with those daggers and everything to slash his eye out. Come on, man. But one mere arrow from a Terran. Tearing up his heart. So I'm watching the episode here. Just Hank Pym flies up. He makes him release. Like, it's such a bad explanation. He flies up. It makes him release the arrow. And then it just shows him flying out of uh, Hawkeye's ear. Here. Oh, so that's how actually he, like, kills Hawkeye. He just flies out of his ear. Just look. Just look. You see it? He's, he just made him he release lets the, the arrow. arrow. Go, then he just flies out of his ear. He's dead. Oh. It doesn't explain what he did or how he got yeah, there. So what or did he do? See, there's the Hulk's heart, and he gets all yep. fat. So, yeah. Also, I was I was complaining about this to Hannah, but she kind of talked me down a little bit. Hank Pym fights the assassin that is Black Widow. Mm-hmm. And just beats the living shit out of her, kills her. Yeah. Then he goes to fight Nick Fury, and Nick he can't get a single punch in on Nick Fury. Are you telling me Nick Fury is a better hand to hand fighter than than Black Widow? Well, I was under the impression that that was Loki the whole time. Are you telling me that Loki is a better hand to hand combat guy than than Black Widow? Well, I think so. Are you serious? In this instance, well, let me let me let me dial back. So let's analyze this fight, right? So it's finally con- like this is the person he wants the most vengeance on out of the Avengers. See what I'm doing here? Because he's riddled with all this hatred 
and guilt towards uh, these basically hourly reflecting towards Nick Fury. So when you're actually finally going up against the one person that started all this kind of death parade for you, then it makes sense. He's probably going to be a little bit more reckless and more emotionally driven in the fighting. And you can kind of see how he's not even shrinking. Well, when he does shrink, he just swats him like a fly. And I think that has to do to show like that is Loki because when you talk about like Black Widow, granted she was in a dark room, so it's hard to see something like this. And she had no idea what she was up against, nor did she even probably know about the technology uh, that Hank Pym can do as a wasp. But um, with that aside, every time he shrunks down, he never is able to land a fu- like a like a punch or a hit or anything while he's fighting. He basically just gets smacked like a, a fruit fly in the kitchen. I. Uh, let's say, you know, Loki version of Fury. So I think that's partially like due to his guard being down because he's finally going up against a one person he wants all the revenge geared towards anyways. But also you got to think like Loki's the god of mischief. So he probably is able to do more things. He's more powerful, of course. I mean, he is a god. So a god versus an assassin. I think uh, Loki would always come up on top just because he has actual uh, like mystical capabilities and powers and magic and stuff like that so uh it's a bit of an unfair advantage when it goes comparing but it makes sense that he was able to overtake hank on such a easy confrontation so that's my that's my take on the fight and plus nick fury probably already once he figured out the hope connection and the hint that she uh gave like a widow gave him before she passed away uh due to getting uh killed by the wasp it makes sense that he probably had some sort of plan devised of course, with Loki. So then Loki probably even had the advantage of knowing what to expect instead of being taken by surprise like all the other um, now deceased Avengers that we saw throughout the episode. But what do you think about that analysis? I mean, I guess, but it's just like he killed every Avenger and then Mm -hmm. he went up against Loki and couldn't land a single punch. And it just kind of that did it for you. Like, like I always say, with the villains becoming heroes, you know, Thanos battled the two people in the last episode, and Thanos is out here murking everybody, and then he fights these two people that I don't even know their names: Hammerman and Proxima Midnight, mm-hmm. and he gets absolutely annihilated by these two people. And it's like, right. come on, or like the winter soldier in freaking Falcon and winter soldier is not the same winter soldier in captain America, the winter soldier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's fair. That's fair. Although I will say, I don't, I don't know if this fits in with what we're talking about, but widow was on the computer and she says, how did they sign in on somebody who's been dead for two years? Or how did mm-hmm. somebody that's been dead for two years sign in? Yeah, like sudden, sudden, suddenly. And then they turn, and then she turns, and she goes, it's hope, hope this, hope that. It's it's all about hope. So what I thought was, it was hope, Van Dyne, Van Dyne, Mm -hmm. and she was signing in on Janet Van Dyne's sign-in thing. Mm -hmm. So I thought the bad guy was going to be hope herself. Right. I was incorrect. It was. I don't know if that was a misdirect or just me being dumb, but that it was Hank. It could be a, it could be a misdirect. It was Hank signing in as 
hope. Mm-hmm. Also in this universe, they waited until everybody was dead to go. Like, you'll have to explain this to me too, because I didn't understand it a lot. They waited until everybody was dead to go wipe off the ice of Captain America's shield. But Captain Marvel was there. Yeah. So let's talk about this. So at the very end, because first off, Phil Coulson in this episode, there was a lot more Coulson that I was expecting and I am overly joyed. And maybe that's why I like this episode so much is because he kind of stole the show. He had some great one liners and everything. And even like when they ask him for his password and it's Steve, Steve, I heart Steve 0704. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> it's, 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 it's awesome. So I love, I, I'll always, I'll just eat him up. But <laughs> it's just funny because they're talking about like, well, what are you going to do now? Like, what's the idea? He goes like, there was an idea. Chills. But I mean, so the first episode of What If was, what if uh, Peggy Carter, Captain Carter was the first Avenger, right? So we know that she didn't get frozen in the ice or anything because of that portal and she just hops out on the other end and everything. However, in this episode, we see that it looks like Steve is actually frozen in the ice and we see the shield. But it, I don't know if they're actually going to try and unfreeze him or what the deal is there. Because Captain Marvel's there, obviously she's going to be the one who tries to help. Because now Loki just, after one day, he's like, I guess what, I rule the world because everyone loves me. And you see his tyrannical forces scattered amongst the, the globe. But anyways, it seems like this is definitely a different uh, strand of the multiverse too. So it's not like we're already on the same, like this season isn't just one branch of the multiverse, if that makes sense. This sounds like the first episode was a branch, second episode was another branch, third episode is another, another branch, hence why we see Steve actually, assuming it's Steve frozen in the ice, just like the first Avenger. So, yeah, yeah, so I don't think Captain Carter uh, actually originates from this episode's uh, branch. So... Yeah, I'm a little curious because Captain Marvel, we see him uh, talk about the pager and everything. He was about to bust it out, but he didn't. And then obviously he does later, and that's why we see her. So he's got to reform this new set of Avengers to take on Loki, right? So I don't know if we're going to see any more of this throughout this season or if they just leave it to be ominous like that and just pull what they want from it for later episodes. But if he's going to... Fill out the rest of his Avengers. So let's assume Captain Marvel is number one. Everyone else is gone. Who would like the remaining four people be? I feel like if you have Captain Marvel, you don't need the rest of the Avengers. That's fair. It's like uh like you have like a hundred dollars to build out your perfect team or your perfect like show. And like here's like the the top row is like people who are fifty percent of that cost, so like fifty bucks. And then there's, you know, so yeah, far. Captain Marvel's a straight 100. Um, well, if you have Captain Marvel and you're wiping Captain America out of the ice, I guess you get him, right? Right. So there's two Spider Man, Rhodey. Well, at this time, Spider Man's 12. Right, he's like sixteen currently. Yeah, that's that's so that's in like two thousand eight he was like ten or something. Do we actually know when he was bitten by the spider? 
or we'd have to go back to what he says in Civil War. I don't know. I don't know that he does. He say when? I just remember him telling Ned, like, "Oh, I was just bit by a spider. Like, leave it alone." Yeah. Like they've done the Spider-Man origin story so much that I loved that in Homecoming was just. You know it. what's going on. Yeah, my uncle Ben's dead. I was bit by a spider. You get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I agree. However, if you had to fill him out, I would say like Rhodey would take the Iron Man spot, which is lame. Um, yeah, because that takes place after uh, Spider-Man Two. I mean, uh, Iron Man Two at least. So yeah, it definitely we can safe probably safely assume that Rhodey has the Iron Patriot. Yeah, so that's three. That's about it, man. Like, There's only no other Earth ones, right? I mean, Doctor Strange, but I don't think so. No, because you remember, remember they go during the Battle of New York mm-hmm. in Endgame, and, and the Ancient One is like, oh, Stephen Strange is a few blocks down doing his... Yeah. So if you really like, if you really made a stretch, you could say the ancient one. Maybe she doesn't seem like she'd be the one who wants to join a team or Mordo. If you're stretching, stretching as far as you can, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I guess there's black Panther. Yeah. To shot. Well, it wouldn't uh, be be secret. Would it be? Well, that's why I wonder. I think every episode is a different branch. So I I can. No, I know. I'm just saying. Would it be T'Challa? Would it be King T'Chaka at that time? I'm trying to think of like what was going on in 2008. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I see now. Like, yeah, pre 2012, what was happening? You know, with all these Avengers dead too, that means there's probably no Civil War, which means T'Chaka might not die. Yeah, but T'Chaka was already a hundred when he died. (laughs) Let's be fair. The movie freaks me out because he's got one eye up here and his other eye is down here, and it's, oh, it's yeah. <laughs> terrifying to me. Shout out King T'Chaka. Um, you just assume that they would come up with some other random dudes, Wolverine, maybe. There it is. There it is. Wolverine. <laughs> uh, that's how we're getting Wolverine, Devin. That's how. Uh, Peggy Carter. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, you're kind of limited. Peggy Carter. Oh, and, well, no, I guess something. not. I guess not Scott Lang either. Uh, Crossbones can be in it. Sure, if, if he was a good guy. He was in this episode. He was. Yeah. yeah. Frank Grillo plays mm-hmm. Crossbones. I don't remember. His, pretty good. His actual name. Right. But if you can get Thanos to turn good, I guess the world's your oyster, son. So your Avengers. Colson is a final Avenger. No. Yes. So your Avengers are Captain Marvel, Captain America, Captain Black Panther, uh, Captain War Machine, and Captain uh, Captain Crunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, there we, was an idea. Oh, and and the ancient one, or Mordo, somebody, somebody science. Captain Time Lord, Captain Planet, <laughs> Captain Planet. I used to watch that. That show was cool. And Tommy the Green Ranger. 
Oh, right. it's always a Green Ranger. I would talk to you about the Captain Initiative. Uh, Brought to you by Squarespace. Captain Boomerang. <laughs> oh, there is a there is a crossover. Rest so cool. in peace. So another thing I want to talk about a little bit too. So talk about Loki. In a matter of a day, he literally was like, hmm, okay, I like your plan. We'll work together. I like this plan. I think I'll stay here Friday. I am now your new world order because everyone graciously follows me, yada, yada, yada. And it cuts to all the scenes of like the ships scattered all over the earth. So basically he's becoming like a totalitarian uh, dictator and everything and just ruling with his, uh, his uh, you know, horny apparatus. His horny hat. Yep. So basically he just, he won everything. Do you think everyone in Asgard would probably actually follow Loki if Thor died like that based off of uh, how things are going in Iron Man 1? I I mean, not Iron Man 1, excuse me, Thor. Are you assuming that Odin never wakes up? I guess. Well, I mean, either he never wakes up or Loki just kills him because he knows Thor, his biggest uh, threat to the throne is now dead. Let me. He can just easily just say, here's a pillow for your face and then just uh, go night night. Now let me hit you with this hypothetical. Thor gets, uh, I don't know, gets a, he has a peanut allergy and he eats uh, an M&M. I don't know. Whatever kills Thor nowadays. Um, So he's dead. Cool. Loki's in charge. Odin's like gonna die. So Loki finishes him off, kills Odin. What happens when Odin dies? Wait. We talked about her earlier. Hold on. Backtrack. Uh, start from the beginning. Where'd you, what was the question again? Thor is dead. Thor is dead. Loki f- kills Odin. Odin's dead. So, right, you said that Loki would be in charge because Odin's dead. The problem with that is when Odin dies, who shows up? Oh, Hela. There you go. Yeah. Loki's right. toast. Loki is not beating Hela in any sense of the word. Not a chance. Ah, yep, yep. So, I don't I don't see that being a thing. That's a good point. Because if if Odin is alive, nobody's following Loki because of Odin. And if Odin is dead, nobody's following Loki because of Hela. If, I didn't think about the Hela perspective. If Loki can do Ragnarok and kill Hela and kill everybody on Asgard, then nobody's following Loki because everybody on Asgard is dead. The only thing I would use as a counter is it's not really even a counter, really, to be honest. It's more so Loki looks like he has a lot of their Asgardian forces scattered amongst uh, the planet so he can actually have his world domination. So my impression is that Asgard really isn't that big. It's just cool looking, right? So there might not be that many forces, just like we saw in Ragnarok, to actually like uh, try and fend off Hela and everything. So she can easily just take it over. But I mean, if she just easily stomps over, wins everything, and then she's ruling uh, Asgard, odds are no one's going to activate Ragnarok and everything. So then that's the only way to really take her down and destroy it, right? So would she just end her conquest right there, or at least for a while? 
Or do you think she'd like, all right, I just killed it. Where's Loki? Or who's your ruler? And she would just go end up killing him right away. Absolutely. That's you think? Okay. Absolutely. Like she said. That, that, makes, that, that makes sense to me. She, she says that Odin stopped at the nine realms. And why would you stop with the, with only nine realms? And she wants to take over the world. and Right. Not the world, but the universe and everything. So Hela's a, a big problem with yeah with this storyline but nobody's nobody about that nobody's looking this deep into it and i didn't look this deep into it until you asked me about (laughs) about if people would follow loki um i i hope that like this is the first episode where i was like huh i'd like to get more on what just happened here yeah like after the first episode with captain carter i was like yeah whatever (laughs) And mm-hmm. after the second episode, I don't. Oh, it ended with Star Lord, so I was pretty, yeah, pretty curious on what happens there. But this one's the first one where I'm like, "Wow, Loki is tearing, what are you gonna do? tearing it up. What are we going to do about that?" So I don't know. And that's where I wonder where they're actually going to go with it. I think you and I are seeing eye to eye here on this matter. Is like, are they going to have all these episodes eventually tie in with each other as the season goes on? Or is it meant to be just like they're only going to pick and choose some stories or just stories, but then some episodes are important because there's an actual kind of epic build up to a like a crossover between specific branches and variants and stuff uh, that makes it more, more worthwhile storytelling and action wise. So that's why I'm a little uh, I do like it. I like a good cliffhanger, but I hate when cliffhangers are overly abused and Every are just put in. Yeah, so it's kind of like, once again, I I agree that I haven't been overly impressed with uh, this season yet or this series. But then again, we're only three episodes in. I don't think it's fair to make it a like a, a decision or an assumption until we get at least halfway through. So is this supposed to be uh, 12 episodes or 11 episodes? Uh, you would know that information well before I would. I think it's 11. But I will say WandaVision didn't get good until episode four. Yeah, and if they didn't do two episodes uh, on the release date, instead, if they only made it the first episode, I think you would have seen more confusion and a significant drop-off. At least those two episodes at the back-to-back at least helped shape a better understanding of where the show is at least headed or give a little bit more information to at least get you to stay invested in it. But yeah, I, once episode four came along, was that one in the, like the nineties, two thousands, like Halloween episode? Or is that like, I think episode, episode, I think episode four is when you get woo and Darcy and Monica and, or was that episode three? No, you're right. I think you're episode right. four is the first one where you're like, not stuck in Westview, Eastview. First episode is 50s. Second episode is sixties third episode of 70s and then you see the whole uh where it gets really weird with the kids and everything and then episode four is when you start seeing everything that's happening outside of uh the villa the the, the town and then it ties into the 70s because then the next episode is 80s slash 90s sorta and then you get the halloween episode after that i believe right sounds right to me I got to revisit it. But yeah, I think you're right. Episode four was when I actually started getting good because then you started seeing what the heck was actually going on outside with sword and everything. So yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I don't want to be a, a stickler because I know 
WandaVision has this cult following already, but it was I I wasn't impressed until later on in the in the series. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I liked it because of the like the the speculation. Although fans got a little carried away because a uh, another horny person was uh in almost every single possible thing. Like, hey, you saw that grass that moved a different direction when the wind blew? That's Mephisto. Confirmed. Confirmed. So I just enjoy like the uh, the kind of speculation and like a little uh, Easter eggs and not knowing where things were going. I like that a lot on a week to week basis. But I have yet to actually watch this season like uh, just back to back in like one or two sittings, um, knowing what to expect. Um, I'm trying to get Alyssa to watch that one because I think she'd really like it since she was really into like the like supernatural kind of witchy stuff. So uh, I'll, that might be my experiment to just sit down and watch with her one day. But yeah, but overall storytelling, I still but think Loki was Dare the best. Devil season two. Oh, we already started. Yep, <laughs> we already started. Well, cool. So at this point, Louis, do you have any other final thoughts uh, as we kind of wrap up the discussion on what if? For this week, um, no, I think I, I think I, pretty much nailed it all. I liked the return of Betty Ross. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got another Sif. Sif came back again. That's right. Yeah, we got Lady Sif. How many times are we gonna get Lady Sif before we actually get Lady Sif, though? Mm-hmm. What's um? Sif? What's Sif? <laughs> That's that was a good one. Oh, thank you. Um, I like yeah. The return of Sif was cool. I saw uh, Gimli in the background. I know he's not Gimli, mm-hmm. but he's the one of the Warriors Three with the big beard. Yep. Um. So just like little returns like that, you know, I popped for. What else? What else? What else? Yeah, that's all. That's about all I can think of. It, it, like, I liked the the fact that the Hulk, they did like the Hulk movie was there, but mm-hmm. of course it was Mark Buffalo and it wasn't uh, Edward Norton. So that was kind of cool, you know. We got uh, Agent Ross over there being a a d bag. I was waiting for the Abomination to come out before he was full on Abomination. He was like a a soldier that Hulk kicked into a tree, which is freaking cool. Once again, mm. spoiling a movie that was 2008. So I don't think it's spoiling anymore guys. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh, uh, I don't want to say that. I was about to say my, my catchphrase and I don't like saying it. Um, you don't No, because I say it too much. I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty decent how about you fair enough you know i uh i'm not gonna add too much because i agree with a lot of what you said but i overall just loved that it was a little bit more of um a kind of broad story instead of it being only one single character that i followed but i mean like i said i loved every scene with agent colson so good i'm so glad our clark greg is still getting uh pulled into different like marvel cinematic properties stuff um you know like captain marvel and so forth because he's a great actor i always love the character of colson 
And I really do wish they did a little bit more with him before they kind of killed him. But at the same time, I think his death really was important and it did really pay off. I mean, hell, it got him a leading role in seven seasons, right? Seven seasons of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. For it's it's great. seasons of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I'm pretty sure it's seven seasons. Although like the last two or three are only like 12 episodes. It's, it's shorter. The other ones were like 22 to 25. Um, yeah, because I, I love I love Coulson so much. He's such a good character. You got to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. if you haven't. At least the first like four seasons. Those are so good. You can get Ghost Rider and it makes it's actually in a cool way. Good stuff. I didn't mention this, but it's kind of MCU for you. I was dicking around on my phone and I watched mm-hmm. some old lip sync battles from that limp lip sync battle show. Mm-hmm. And I watched Clark Gregg versus Haley Atwell. Yeah. And Haley Atwell did a Lady Gaga song. And you know how I feel about her. And then Clark Gregg did Toxic by Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. Dressed up dress up? As a, as a flight attendant with like short shorts on. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I know what Devin watches every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. For the record, <laughs> no, but I have seen it. Um, Devin, Devin's background on his phone is Clark Gregg. Shit, secrets out. <laughs> nah, good stuff, man. Good stuff. So, looking forward, I don't know what episode four is for What If. It might be the Zombies episode coming up, actually. This might be the, the Zombie Slayer Spider-Man. So, if it is, I'm stoked. If not, we'll find out. So, let's talk a little bit about uh, this past week's little Instagram uh, little activities, all the stories and everything. Nice. <laughs> oh, so much happened. Let's be real. Not that much happened. Um, when we I had get a to battle. It, we did have a battle. Well, we record on Thursdays. So I talk about MCU on Thursdays. But MCU that day was... Uh, what would you do with with the Avengers... Um, time machine and as it turns out people would just go back in time to get more money there was no more other answers so the battle on Friday as Devin made it was one for the ages Devin Thanos versus Ant-Man which I am a little upset that I did not get the results I wanted. You got 50-50. Yeah, we got 50-50. I totally thought it was going to be in favor of Ant-Man because, you know, I'm going to say it. The discussion was, why doesn't Ant-Man just go up Thanos' purple butt and then go big man, just like we saw in this episode of What If and saw... Hulk exploded internally because of his organ growing so large. Well, what if an actual human being went super, super microscopic, nanoscopic, and then got very, very big, really fast inside of you? Case closed. Ant-Man wins. Fatality. I voted for Thanos myself. 
it really comes down to how good can ant-man actually uh sneak in between those cheeks right well i remember i saw something probably just a shitty cartoon or something of thanos using the infinity stones to get real small like like ant-man and go up his ass and and expanded the Thanos size to kill Ant-Man. Yeah. Hannah thought that that's what uh, Hope did when we thought it was still Hope. She thought Hope flew into Hulk and just expanded, not through his ass, but however Hank got in there and then expanded, and that's what made him explode. But it was Mm. just his heart. But yeah, as far as the voters go, 50-50, Thanos versus Ant-Man. I feel like uh, Thanos literally kills half of life and uh, does uh, he would absolutely destroy Ant-Man. I did ask a random question over the weekend. Yeah, let's because, get to this. Because you and I had a little conversation at the end of last week's episode about do you think T'Challa would have been worthy enough to lift Mjolnir? Um, when I get these random questions, I'll just ask on, on Instagram just because, and we actually got a lot of votes on this one. 18 votes. Yeah. We don't get 18 votes. So 18 votes, uh, 17 said worthy. I had one that said not quite, which was Codge Wills, which is my friend Connor. Shout out to Connor. Um, so be it. But everybody else seems to think he would have been worthy enough to lift Mjolnir had he tried. I, I'll, I'll fold because you and I talked about this and I was a little skeptical, but I, I see these overwhelming results that everyone is in favor. Yeah, they think so. I'll, I'll, I'll concede. I think I am in agreement with the, the majority here. Welcome to the dark side, Devin. I've been waiting for it. Then you did uh, some trivia Tuesday, right? Yes. Trivia Tuesdays. You did a Spider-Man themed trivia because you loved the trailer so much. And this is another thing that makes me upset about the the home series, the Tom Holland series of Spider-Man. Um, so here's where your shout outs come in if you got the answers correct. Devin's question was, what is the name of, what does the name Peter gives to his AI in his Stark suit? To be fair, you spelled star Stark. I knew you were going to say something. I put star because my, I forget whatever reason I had to redo the trivia and yep. It's all right. Um, we had options were one, two, three. Oh, wait. The options for the names were, uh, Either Kara, Kelly, Crystal, or Karen. All with the K. All with Correct the answer K. was Karen. Oh, man. You did get it right. Well, the correct answer was Karen. In the scene where he's stuck in the in the garage, and he starts talking to Karen, and he's got his yellow sweater on, and then he never talks to Karen again. He just activates kill mode in Endgame, but he doesn't say, hey, Karen, activate kill mode. He just says, kill mode. 
and then it comes on and he starts murking people. And then in all of far from home, he doesn't mention Karen and there's no more mention of Karen. Well, it's because Edith, he's got a new girl. Who cares about Edith? Even dead. He's the hero, but still. Um, so the answer was Karen. So I'm going to start our, sh- our shout outs here. Shout out to Karen Murdoch for answering, answering <laughs> with Karen. Just kidding. Shout out Kanan Murdoch, KA142. Heck yeah. And we got Emily Sweetart. Shout out to Emily Sweetart, man. She makes she makes our logos. Shout out to Jeff Duckman. How do I always get Greg's? <laughs> GC Belichewski. I'm going to skip that next one, and I'm just going to go straight to undefeated, undisputed, Ocampo Custom, my buddy. Sometimes he sends me pictures of his daughter. He's very, not secretive, but he doesn't like his daughter to be out on social media, which I yeah, that's fair. completely understand. That's good. But he'll send me pictures where her hair is all wild. And she was just born, I want to say, March. Mm. I'm not 100% sure, but it was sometime this year. So her hair would be all wild and she looks like Wolverine. And he goes, I swear to God, she's part of Weapon X. I'm just like, <laughs> yes, because he listens to all the uh, yeah, all the shows. Shout out, Dan. You're the best. That's awesome. I did three Would You Rathers. They weren't phenomenal by any means. No, they were good. Share them. But I have to go through so many because I do three every week. So I got to like get there. Was that last week? I think that was last week. Ah, sorry. No, I guess that was this week. Uh, would you rather play catch with Star-Lord and Ego or play paper football with Tony Stark and Nebula? That seems like that was last week, doesn't it? Yeah. We only saved two of them from this week. Whoopsie. Um, in the, in in honor of Shang-Chi coming out and also the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. I'll just mention this one. Why not? Um, would you rather be a master of the mystic arts or the martial arts? Because obviously Dr. Strange is a master of the mystic arts, but Shang-Chi is like this martial arts expert. And two people voted for, for martial arts. I mean, you got to think like martial arts versus mystic arts. Yeah, but Shang- that's an unfair advantage because who would not want to learn? Okay, mystic. Do arts? you think Shang Chi is just going to be some nobody now? Like, you think they waited this long to introduce him for him to be nothing? No, I don't think that. I'm just saying, if you had to choose one or the other, to so only he's going to be. Also, got to think. He's going to be something. Arts looks like you learn a little bit of martial arts with it too. Eh. I learn how to fight. Kind of, I guess, but I don't know. I mean, you maybe you can argue after we haven't seen the movie yet, but after we see it, maybe you can argue that so, yeah. what he's actually doing is technically mystic. Eighty-two percent of our voters said the mystic arts. Good stuff. Uh, would you rather have a pair of Edith glasses or have your own Red Wing? Seventy-three percent of people that voted said Edith glasses, which was honestly the correct answer. But even dead, I'm the hero. There was one more question, and I. For the life of me, can't remember what it was. Be a raccoon or be a tree, man. Oh yeah, I did. Do you want to be it. Rocket or do you want to be Groot? How come I? How come I don't see that anymore? Did I accidentally delete it? No, it's all there. 
I just don't have it. What what happened? What was the vote? Yeah, the results were 58% Groot, 42% Rocket. Which oh. I'm in the uh, side of Groot. I would love to be a tree like that. That's kind of cool. And you can just say, I'm Groot all the time, and people don't know what you're saying. Yeah, mine just cuts out after Edith glasses or Red Wings. That's really annoying. That's strange. Well, um, yeah, I don't know why anybody would choose to be the raccoon. He's just a trash panda. That was the biggest yawn I've ever seen. Ooh. Am I boring you that much right now? No, it's just your boy. I uh, We've been moving to a new office this week for my uh, company. And so I finally moved my small office to the big overall office now too. And um, there's a lot of moving and it's hot. And this weather in Illinois has been awful. It's been like storming every night. Storm- so basically now my yeah. dog is terrified of the thunder. So it's been a pain in the butt trying to walk him. Um, we got to basically retrain him to go on his typical path. So I think I talked about this last episode, but yeah, it's still a, it's gotten a little better, but poor guy. He gets really, really shook up now when he hears rain. Rain, rain, go away. Just wait till the snow comes. He loves the snow, but I'm kind of worried about it because if he associates it with the dark, so if it's, you know, super dark and I'm taking him out at like 5 a.m. in the snow, I'm, I'm not going to put his snow boots on, get him all dressed up like a little toddler to go outside so he doesn't get his paws cut again. And then I have to layer up so I'm not freezing my ass off because it's so cold that I feel like I'm Rogers trapped in Antarctica. And um, just for him to go outside, not even pee, it'd just be like, nope, scary, and run back inside with his floppy feet because he's got the, whoop, up, 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 the snowshoes on. I ain't doing that. So he better, uh, we got some months, so I got to train him back. Before we go, I just want to mention, last week, we got on Zencaster, and then Devin said, give me one minute, I'll be right back, and then he just walked away for a while. Like, I played a Wolf Road song into the microphone, waiting for him to It was because I had to walk Hagrid because he was crying. Yeah, but then... When you came back, you explained. But while you were gone, I turned on Tiptoe Through the Tulips. And <laughs> and I guess you guys had walked in as soon as I started playing it. But you didn't have your headphones connected yet. So it was just playing it out of your speakers. Computer speakers. So I guess you walked into your house and all you hear is, Tiptoe by the window, the window. And literally... <laughs> half a second after we just both stepped inside the apartment <laughs> took off his leash and that comes blaring through and I had no idea until it took me a second to realize it was coming from you that scared <laughs> the hell out of us that was hilarious you were like what the hell no what the fuck are you doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was, I was kind of spooked oh that was hilarious <laughs> Much spook. You know, we're coming across the spooky season soon. We already started decorating. I don't know about you, but we can get ready, boy. Don't you get upset with your birthday being August 8th? Yeah, August 8th. When people are like, hey, it's August, which means it's pretty much October 31st. (laughs) No, it's not. We still have to get past my birthday before we get to freaking Halloween, you 
jerks. Our rule is now once my birthday is passed, literally August 9th and afterwards, it's full game to start decorating for fall. So because I consider August 8th is the end of summer for us. So my birthday just doesn't matter to you at all is what I'm learning. Louie, it does. I don't think it does. It does. But I can't tell my girlfriend that we can't decorate until a new (laughs) couple more years across the room. Um, We can't wait a couple days until Louie's birthday has passed for us to start decorating our home. I'm going to lose that. I'm going to lose that every time. You can tell her that. This week's Would You Rather is... (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. A random question. Should you start yeah, decorating the hell for Halloween until after Louie's birthday or not? We got to figure out like a Halloween. Oh, wait, can't. I'll figure I'll figure out a Halloween episode to do. I'll figure it out. I might be so, there. I might be there. Yeah. Anyways. So just to preface it, Louie uh, might have to step away for a little bit during October because, you know, he's got a little one on the way again. Louie's going to so, be a dad. Again. The, the daddest man in the in the world. The dad is Spider-Man. So when he swings <laughs> and he falls because he's the dad of Spider-Man. I'm the world's daddest, fattest. He's going to catch every kid that almost, you know, falls and hits their head on a playground. But uh, yeah, but Louis is uh, going to need just some extra time to step away just so I can make sure his family is all safe and uh, sound and all kind of prepared as they uh, welcome their uh, daughter into the world. I might, so I might have to do a podcast with a baby like this, you know, the whole time. Oh, that'd be adorable. Just rocking. I guess we'll have to start making a video podcast too, but now that people, um, now that people aren't really listening because we're not talking about Marvel anymore, how hard is it to sit here and pick up what my microphone is saying? If I'm just constantly doing, I'm going to, you're going to hate me so much. I'm already hating it now because I had to edit this. <laughs> so don't do that. Um, it's but coming. no, it's okay. It's coming. Or I'm going to have to like get a microphone. That can like hang on the front of my face. You need the gyroscopic one so it keeps it from moving as it's moving, so it keeps it centralized and stable. Yeah, I just have so much money. <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of rubber bands. But yeah, so uh we might have some guest episodes uh throughout the month of October. So um yeah, we're gonna be talking about maybe even uh, an episode regarding my band we're gonna be on, and we're gonna talk about the actual music behind the scores and themes of everything within the MCU and Marvel. Just uh, kind of a little preview in some other episodes. So, uh, yeah, expect a little bit of guests as we just kind of uh, do a little hiatus so then, then Louis can make sure he's taking care of the fam. But rest assured, he will be back. He'll make the epic return. He's going to be there for Eternals. He's going to be there for Spider-Man. Fingers crossed. <laughs> I can't just tell my girlfriend, Devin. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you can't because uh, you don't have one. I can't just tell my wife about my girlfriend. (laughs) Well, that's a different discussion. We'll save it till next week. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to this week's episode of Earth 894. Earth 894. We love talking about Spider-Man, talking about everything that's been Marvel for us, as well as talking about this week's past episode of What If. So we'll be back again next week where we'll talk about what if episode four. However, we actually are going to be in one week from now seeing Shang-Chi in Dolby opening night, 7 p.m. It's going to be incredible. So we'll have a a review episode uh, sometime. Maybe the few days afterwards, we'll figure that out. 
because I'll be out of town and stuff doing uh, music stuff. You have to go so, play bass. Yeah, I go play bass in Slap a bunch of different bass. states. So, yeah. Slap of the bass. We're going to have some cool stuff. But, yeah, literally a week away, we're finally saying Shang-Chi. It's finally here. I'm excited. Reviews have been crazy. But, yeah, we'll be back, and we'll talk about Shang-Chi and what if. So, uh, make sure you stay tuned. Make sure you're following up with us if you want to uh, touch base. Talk about all the cool stuff we do on our Instagram stories and reels and stuff like that. Um, go ahead and follow us at Earth Eight Nine Four Podcast on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook, same thing, and all like that. And so, if you can leave us a review on your preferred platform of choice, it would mean the absolute world to us. You know, we love you three thousand plus one infinity. It mean a lot to us. Tell a friend. Or even just get in contact with us. Message us on uh, one of the socials or email us at earth894podcast at gmail.com and uh, give us your feedback. What do you think of this episode or what do you like so far? What are you thinking about Shang-Chi or what's up in the funnel for Marvel? Let's talk. So thank you all again for listening to the episode. Love everyone's uh, support and it means the world to us. We have a lot more in store as we kind of kind of gear into the fall and then we kind of finish up this first year of the podcast. There's going to be a lot more down the pipeline for us. So, uh, yeah. Any final thoughts, Lee? Perfect. Thank you guys again. We'll see you next week. Bye. Wow. Good one, Colson. What? Nothing. That's great. Thank you.